Angel. I wish I knew the words. But this hits. Ready? Hi, we lost. He's Barbie. <laughs> and Ken. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Caitlin. And my name is Abby. Weird. <laughs> How'd you like that little switch up? I kind of liked it. I felt, I feel a little bit empowered. You should do it more often then. Women empowered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy Barbie, Barbenheimer. It's like a tongue twister. It happy is. Barbenheimer weekend, everyone. It's a mouthful. Happy Barbenheimer weekend. This 2023. 2023. <laughs> this weekend has been foretold by the mystics yeah. since the dawn of time. Truly. I don't know the last time that there was like this much hype about not only just like one movie, but two movies. I feel mm. like it's almost been a cultural phenomenon. It absolutely has been let me tell the you memes the tweets the <laughs> the merchandise yeah let me tell you i went down an absolute rabbit hole you did on etsy uh-huh <laughs> because instagram fucking instagram it always gets you there was a really cool barbenheimer crop top mm. and i had it in my cart and this was not even etsy this was like some random website and i was like i don't know what this place even is right so then I went to Etsy and I was like, Barbenheimer shirt. Let me tell you, you would not even believe how many <laughs> Barbenheimer merchandise related items there are available on the Etsy. Women right Etsy are, the women of Etsy are like sweatshop work. right now. Like they're just like <laughs> hustling on their like little sewing machines and embroidery makers and crickets <laughs> and just going crazy cricketing the shit out this of has been like is this gonna be like a cultural reset or something i like, have no I idea are we about to enter like a, a parallel universe it, it feels, feels possible right yeah anything's possible anything's possible we did toss around the idea of like possibly doing a dual episode of barbie and oppenheimer mm -hmm. but i think we both agree that the one thing that we don't like about this weekend is comparing the two movies to each other mm -hmm. because they couldn't be d more different <laughs> not comparable <laughs> not at comparable all. at all and i think the reason why people latched on so heavily to this idea of both of them coming out is like very you know masculine very feminine mm -hmm. very it's like black and white it's like polar opposites comedy and, and drama yang. yes yeah. and so the thing that I haven't really, I don't want to say like appreciated, but I haven't appreciated it. The thing I haven't appreciated about some of the reviews that I've seen for either movie so far mm -hmm. is like, well, this one's better than Barbie and this one's better than Oppenheimer and this yeah. one, get your tickets for Oppenheimer instead, get your tickets for no, Barbie. And I yeah. think my whole thing is if you want to see Barbie go see Barbie. Mm -hmm. If you want to see Oppenheimer, go see Oppenheimer. If you want to see both, go see both. Yeah. And don't compare the two. Don't compare them <laughs> and don't put like what you just said. I don't like we don't need to put one down to like praise the other. Exactly. Like leave them separate. Mm -hmm. They're not going to compare. With all of that being said, mm -hmm. I think there was a clear front runner for us 
mm-hmm. in terms of what we were going to see first and mm-hmm. review first. And I think primarily it was because I know of no greater fan of Barbie than you. Doesn't exist. <laughs> I think I have heard more childhood stories about Caitlin's Barbies than mm-hmm. I've heard of any other like girl in my life talk Dude. about their Barbies. Barbies <laughs> were literally everything mm-hmm. to me. And I have to say, part of the reason of that is because I had some of the coolest Barbie shit ever. I never had a dream house, though. Mm-hmm. I will say never had a dream house and that's okay i had a little like fold out house that was like a little like i don't know what it was it was not a dream house (laughs) but i had a barbie mcdonald's including a little thing that you clicked and barbie said welcome to mcdonald's may i take your order (laughs) i had a barbie bakery i had like all of the barbie shit and i was a very imaginative kid Mm mm-hmm and my parents gave me a shit ton of Barbies and Barbie shit. And I just went crazy. And I would just play thing? Barbies all day long, every single day. Not only do I not have experience with Barbies, my mom was like anti-Barbie. <gasps> to the point that when my aunts would send me barbies which first of all i wouldn't want them anyway yeah but like my mom would hide the barbie so that i didn't even see it and what was the reason for that was it like a because they were in because they were inappropriate yeah why were they inappropriate i don't know because they had boobs i don't know whoa my mom probably knew something i didn't know what a weird <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah. she, she knew she was cooking with something i what i didn't understand yet because world. Okay. she shielded me from anything barbie i could not go near it couldn't touch it oh my god couldn't play with it it was beanie babies or bust i had beanie babies also but barbies were my shit yeah i know so you are the one that has the experience with barbie mm-hmm. and obviously have the connection to it Mm -hmm. but i also am a massive fan of greta gerwig Mm -hmm. Lady Bird is one of the most relatable movies i think for Mm. both of us Mm -hmm. and for any kid that went to a catholic school in the early 2000s 100 it felt like i was watching my school come alive on a screen Uh and i i think anybody who had the catholic school experience can say the same yep she's a very fresh director like Mm -hmm. everything feels very new and it feels like there's this new perspective that she brings Mm -hmm. to the film industry and also she's pretty respected which is nice because Mm -hmm. i feel like female directors do not get the time of day Absolutely as they should not. and i i i appreciate that she's getting some spotlight and yeah. people know her name like she's not just like film people know her name like other people know Everyone. her name yeah and i appreciate that so yeah are we are you ready to dive I into barbie ready. let's do it i will say we are not going to be doing a spoiler no spoiler section and we're just going to talk openly about mm-hmm. our review However, I don't really think this is going to be like a heavy spoiler issue. Sure. So if you plan on seeing the movie, you could probably still listen to this. We're Mm -hmm. not going to really like ruin jokes or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So just be warned, though, that a few light spoilers might slip out here or there. So if you do want to go see it and then join us again, obviously go see it. It's it's Barbenheimer weekend, baby. Please. Please partake in Barbenheimer. And wear your best pink dress like all the girls in our oh theater. Oh, my 
said, I felt like an absolute chooch. <laughs> because as much as I love Barbie, the only pink thing I own at this moment is a bikini. So clearly that wasn't. Why didn't you just show up in that? Appropriate <laughs> to wear to the movies. Why not? Just roll up in your so pink bikini. I wore a black romper. And as soon as we sat down, I was like, I should have worn this to Oppenheimer. Like, I, I was wearing like, like forest green and gray. Yeah. So. I was like, I feel like for Oppenheimer, we need to be dressed as like emo <laughs> and like all black. <laughs> what if we wear all pink to Oppenheimer? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. Let's do it. Because everyone was wearing pink and I felt a little bit out of the mix. I know. I, I don't know. know. I miss it's a fucking missed opportunity, man. It was, but you it's know what? Right. I was just proud of everybody in that theater I was who so came proud. dressed to the nines, the fashions. in their dresses. I At would never PM. personally sit in a movie theater chair in a dress with spaghetti straps. Ooh, nope. I want as much as my body to be covered <laughs> as possible in a theater chair. Yeah, there have been lots of things ooh, touching that chair. Don't talk about it. Maybe wear like a pink tracksuit if you're getting yeah, some these are a pink tracksuit. <laughs> Here for that. But it is time to get into this review. It is. It is. It is. I'm Can excited. you give us a little synopsis straight from the source of Google? Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. And it stars Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Will Ferrell, Simu Liu, Michael Sarah, Kate McKinnon, America Ferreira, Issa Rae. I'll stop there. <laughs> You're making a list with your fingers. I'm making <laughs> a list with my fingers because like, is this list ever going to stop? It's, it's not going a, to stop. quite a cast. And most of them either play Barbie or Ken. Most which is of them hilarious. are Barbie or Ken. Yes. <laughs> so I need to know because you are the Barbie connoisseur mm -hmm. and... I just need to know if it lives up to your, your Barbie expectations. My your Barbie dreams. Your Barb expectations. Barb expectations. Barb expectations? Yeah. Does it live up to your Barb expectations? <laughs> that was... <laughs> Whoa. All right. We got there. Yeah. <sighs> okay. In many, many ways, it did live up mm -hmm. to my Barb expectations. <laughs> and in a few ways, it didn't. But that's okay. okay. This was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun watching this and visually it was everything like it was literally just like delicious to look at it was like Ritalin in a movie yeah it was like <laughs> truly I felt especially Barbie land I felt was like reliving my childhood mm -hmm. and seeing my Barbies like come to life and that was really fucking cool yeah I have to also say that Margot Robbie is also what I would imagine if a Barbie turned into a person, how she acted, how she looked, how she talked. Like it was like she is Barbie she and Barbie is, is Barbie. her. Yeah. Like there was no mm -hmm. division at all. And I thought Ryan Gosling was hilarious as always like i said in many ways i think it accomplished some really cool things and then i think it did fall short in a couple of things as well i love greta gorig too and i think this might be my first movie that i have an issue with mm -hmm. i think she was trying to do too many messages and made them too obvious mm. and the messages that she laid into mm -hmm. would have perhaps better played out if they were a little more subtle mm. 
really I think that's my main issue with the movie to yeah. be honest I think it's just that it was not a little too on the nose a little too <laughs> on the nose and maybe that was like a stylistic choice yeah because stylistically as a whole the movie was on the nose I mean it was like Barbie and Ken coming to life so Mm -hmm. like I can maybe see why that was the choice but there were just parts of it where I was like oh it feels a little clunky it feels a little forced it feels a little something like Mm -hmm. you know and I was just wanting it to be down to earth there were also parts of it that and maybe it was just because Will Ferrell was there there were parts of it that (laughs) felt like the movie Elf Ah, in a way uh-huh. and I don't love the movie Elf mm-hmm. so sorry please come for me I can take it I'll stand by my statement <laughs> we both do not I really, really like don't Elf. love the movie yeah. Elf and stylistically acting and directing wise there mm. felt like some elfish type yeah, I can see that moments mm-hmm. and humor and writing kind of yep and I didn't love that either yeah and I was a little bit disappointed because there were also some really good jokes. There were mm-hmm. some really well-written scenes. Margot Robbie, I think, and, and Ryan Gosling were incredible. So there were so many, so many good things about this movie. But there were a few things that left me feeling kind of disappointed mm-hmm. by. And just wishing just it had been tweaked and fine-tuned a little yeah. bit more. I don't know. What do you think? I completely agree with you. I might have disliked it a little bit more than you did. Probably. Um, I can actually say I hated the first act. You did. Like you thought it was just going to be like Barbie land the whole time. No, it wasn't oh. that it was the like an issue with Barbie land. It was the humor was a little, it wasn't hitting at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think you used the word clunky. Uh-huh. It just, the way we transitioned from scene to scene didn't really even make sense. Like there was this one scene where Ken, when they're like out in the real world and it's very like quickly after they get there, mm-hmm. Ken talks to this woman and then he goes and he goes on like seven job interviews and then he comes back and the woman is still at the school that he talked to her initially at mm-hmm. and is like, that didn't work. Like, how do I do it better? Mm-hmm. And I know that this isn't a real universe and this isn't sure. supposed to be truthful to reality. I mean, there's Barbies coming alive. Sure. But I think one of the biggest issues with this movie is that she fantasized the real world along with Barbie land. Yeah. And if the real world was actually real mm-hmm. and had more down to earth characters and down to earth moments and mm-hmm. didn't have Will Ferrell acting a fool and the FBI right. chasing after Barbies and right. this overlord at Mattel, <laughs> nothing in the real world clicked, made sense. Mm-hmm. And the human characters that we're supposed to connect to, which is America Ferreira and her daughter, mm-hmm. like I could barely even connect with them. They were just kind of there. Right. And then they were supposed to be these like game changers in the third act. And it just didn't click. And so it almost felt like if they had somehow either incorporated the real world in a more natural way or they had just kept us in Barbie land the whole time and Mm -hmm. had Barbie kind of go through her process of self-discovery within Mm -hmm. the confines of Barbie land, Mm -hmm. I think it would have been a much better movie than what it turned out to be. I agree. And I think that's what I was talking about with the clunkiness is like, even though we don't like Elf, the reason that it did work is because 
the real world was the real world Mm -hmm. you know when when buddy the elf shows up to new york it's like everyone is normal except (laughs) Except for for buddy yeah and in this version of the real world everyone was like normal like no one was acting weird or doing weird things but there were things that were happening i mean will ferrell was not normal okay no will ferrell was not normal mattel the whole board of mattel yeah yeah fbi was not normal but like the regular characters i guess were normal i agree with you i think that was definitely a big issue you know initially people were having a reaction to barbie and ken because they were literally rollerblading on venice beach Mm -hmm. and like Barbie and Ken like rollerblading 80s workout outfits right which were iconic and I think if like the general population had continued to react that way to them that would have made more sense but it was like eventually that just fell off very quickly very quickly they changed clothes but were also in more ridiculous outfits again yeah and people just like weren't reacting to them Mm -hmm. like and i think they should have kept that going yeah because i think that also kind of broke it up into like okay well why does everyone just think this is normal now yeah like they don't look normal margot robbie who did a fantastic job by the way like Mm -hmm. she really what you said of like embodying barbie but also just giving a really good performance Mm. she was so grounded yeah and so real she was the realest thing about that movie and Mm -hmm. she was literally barbie Mm -hmm. and so i think what was strange to watch and to like mentally process was seeing this really gorgeous human subtle performance and then in the very same scene is like the most over-the-top comedy and Mm -hmm. like choreographed dance scenes and Mm -hmm. there were some scenes like don't get me wrong ryan gosling was hilarious in this and Mm -hmm. i i really do like we laughed out loud at him like multiple times like Uh truly there there was this one line that is just stuck in my head (laughs) that like we both were cackling at Uh uh-huh but there was some times where like he was looking at the camera smiling almost like he was about to break character yes i noticed that and they Several kept times. it in. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very weird thing going from Ken, who was just the most ridiculous over the top mm-hmm. version of Ken that we could see mm-hmm. from start to finish. Sure. Like t- truly. And then trying to incorporate, obviously, these other Barbies and Michael Sarah as well, who has a really funny role as Alan, who's like the only non-male <laughs> Ken. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. But it was just this weird disconnect between what was going on with Margot Robbie's character and what was going on in the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it never actually blended properly. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were also force feeding messaging <laughs> that you and I agree with were obviously feminists sure. and like very pro women. And we agree like <laughs> life can suck for women sure. and <laughs> there is still a patriarchy. However, they could have really done it in a natural Mm -hmm. and more shocking way, I guess, Mm -hmm. for her to experience what the world is like Mm -hmm. as a woman in the real world. I think they could have done more with that. And it was just like two scenes and we're done. Mm -hmm. 
And instead, we have full-blown monologues about how hard it is to be a woman in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, two on the nose. It's one of those, you agree with the messaging, but not how the message was given. I was going to say, I think if the message were delivered in a different package, (laughs) you know, it would have been... I mean, now, don't get me wrong. I 100% cried during that monologue about how hard it is to be a woman Mm -hmm. because... I'm a woman and I cry about shit and that's fine. (laughs) Right. Not all women cry, but I am a woman who cries. But I agree. I think it would have been more impactful for Barbie to experience that in a different way than just like hearing about it. In my screenwriting classes back in college, one of like the things that was drilled into our heads was show, don't tell. And this was a perfect example of telling and not showing Mm -hmm. because all of the messaging was just told to us and the rest of the movie was just let's be as ridiculous as possible let's make them laugh and let's do some really over the top yeah things it was like a weird mix of like what it feels like to play with barbies Uh (laughs) (laughs) like that playful and fun and creative and imaginative side like Mm -hmm. Dude, Kate McKinnon's character. She was hilarious. She was hilarious. <laughs> As the busted up Barbie. <laughs> but we all had a weird Barbie. Uh-huh. When I played with Barbies, I had two Kens. Mm-hmm. One was just a Ken doll and one was an Aladdin mm-hmm. doll. And I was playing Barbies one day and I didn't have enough Ken dolls for whatever was happening in my Barbie land that <laughs> in day. Scene. So I decided... Mm-hmm. I was going to turn one of my Barbies into a Ken. And so I cut her hair. You said trans rights back in the day. I said trans rights from 1997. (laughs) I cut her hair, which if you cut a Barbie's hair, it's literally there's no take backs and it's the worst thing you could ever do. (laughs) Because it doesn't cut like a human's Mm -mm. hair. It doesn't. It's plastic. So like when you cut it, it just stands up straight (laughs) like how Kate McKinnon's hair looked. I cut her hair and she had earrings in. So I rolled her head until her earrings popped out. Stop. I like popped her earrings out. But she still had makeup on because she was a Barbie. (laughs) She was my weird Barbie. And once I did that, I never played with her again. So it's true. Yeah, it happens. We've all had a weird Barbie that gets thrown in the corner because they and what they said in the movie is because you play with them too hard. And that's true. That's what happened. (laughs) I just kept thinking about Jasper from TikTok. Like I wanted the Jasper voice to come out of the weird Barbie. I know you did. Um, So I think it was like a weird mix of like what it felt felt like as a kid to play with Barbies Mm -hmm. I think Retica Rig is probably around our age if I'm not wrong yeah and so I felt like I related a lot to those parts of the movie Mm -hmm. and they were very nostalgic and like I said really fun visually very and like were there Barbies that you recognized within the cast yeah like 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 Skipper and Midge and like all like the like (laughs) the Midge jokes were were so funny (laughs) and that's the thing like there was so much like relatable like Barbie content and like mm. cultural which I didn't relate we're to. We're lost so, on yeah, 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 yeah. So but it was very relatable and fun and exciting for me mm-hmm. to see all of that stuff. And it made me feel like a little kid again, mm-hmm. you know, in some parts of it. And so that those parts were really emotional and fun and nostalgic for me. Yeah. But then, like you said, the messaging just it felt so disjointed. And there really wasn't like a very good meld of those two things at all. It wasn't cohesive. And I really wish that it was because, again, Margot Robbie had such a beautiful performance. Mm -hmm. 
And I know that she was capable of delivering that positive message 100%. in a much better way. Yes. But I feel like that's about the case for any message you're sure. delivering. If you're shoving it down people's throats, no matter what the message is, positive or negative, mm -hmm. it's not going to be received as well sure. as if you delivered it. Yeah, it's all about the approach. <laughs> right. And she did a couple of times. Mm -hmm. There's a scene. I won't spoil it too much so that when you see it, you can like really experience it. But there is a scene where she interacts with an older woman mm -hmm. um, when she first gets to the real world because there's no old people in Barbie yeah. land. And I thought that scene was by far the most beautiful pro-woman oh feminist scene. Yes. And like I teared up. That was the only scene that I teared mm -hmm. up was that scene. I thought mm -hmm. it was gorgeous. It was a beautiful yeah. scene. And so we had these little pockets, like these mm -hmm. little bubbles of like really shining moments. And mm -hmm. they were mostly all from Margot Robbie. So just mm -hmm. like hats off to her. Like she did yeah. a fantastic she job. She carried everyone yes. on her back. Another issue that I had overall was the plot itself was really empty. Yeah. And I tried my hardest to get on board with it. And that's why like in the first act, I was really struggling. Like I was just like, this is just really, mm -hmm. I am not jumping on board with this. And the only reason why I enjoyed the third act and like towards the end a little bit more was because I felt like I accepted my fate almost. Uh -huh. Like I was like, I'm not getting what I thought I was going to get. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I'm just going to enjoy this now. Mm -hmm. And so I watched it for what it was. And I just allowed myself to joke around with, it felt like Ryan Gosling. Like literally right. it felt like he was on SNL. Yeah. And like he was capable of breaking character mid scene. Like uh -huh. it was so strange. So weird. Yeah. Still, it was hilarious. It was. And I, it, I, don't get me wrong. I, I very much enjoyed my experience in the movie. I think it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And... I have to give a quick shout out to three technical perspectives of the movie that I thought were amazing. And so I don't okay. want to like downplay the fact that sure we have issues, but there uh -huh. are some really amazing things. You touched on it before about how you felt like it was playing with Barbies and mm -hmm. that experience. I've never played with a Barbie. Uh -huh. I have drowned a Barbie in a toilet before. <laughs> oh my God. It was my cousin's Barbie, Barbie and I drowned her. That. I know. Oh. I was trying to flush her and she just kept spinning. trying to give her a swirly? Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever mess with a little girl's Barbies. I didn't know what to do with them. So I drowned it. <laughs> That's like, okay, that is literally like a currency to a child. When I was little, me and this little girl in my neighborhood would trade Barbie clothes with each other. And I, we would like have like little like meats on the corner to like trade barbie clothes like i'm telling you barbie, barbie yeah like the barbie bazaar <laughs> truly like that's that's like gold to a child mm -hmm. well even though i didn't play with barbies and i don't i did not have a barbie bazaar mm -hmm. i could still appreciate the production design mm -hmm. i have seen a barbie dream house in real life the way they nailed barbie land dude was fantastic mm -hmm. which i think my favorite little trivia note that I'm sure a lot of people have already heard was that this film caused a global shortage in pink paint. 
Oh my god! Because they bought so much pink paint for this set that there was a global shortage of pink paint. Iconic behavior. Amazing. <laughs> so I have to say that Barbie Land was stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematography. Also, I thought there were yeah. some really stunning shots and moments, which we looked up the cinematographer and he has done a lot of work that is very readily recognizable. Yes. Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain, Argo. Wall Street. Yeah. So he's done some like legit, you know, Oscar contending mm-hmm. movies and you could tell like sure. it was very, it was shot incredibly well. Yeah. And I will also say just from a consumer perspective, I mm-hmm. loved the music because the soundtrack Mm -hmm. we've been bopping to the soundtrack for a couple of weeks now so yes we have (laughs) we have a problem Uh, Uh, we can't stop listening to a couple of the songs so there were really bright and shining moments ryan gosling was funny margot robbie was amazing and then those three things i would have to say are the highlights the highlights for me Mm -hmm. overall the writing, the pacing, the plot, most of the humor. Definitely a hit or miss situation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what else I struggled with? Because hmm. this movie made me feel like I was young again. And it also made me feel very, very old. Really? <laughs> because Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants yeah. was one of my favorite books and movies when I was... I think in high school, middle school, maybe. I can't remember. America Ferreira was in that Mm -hmm. when she was like a teenager when I was a teenager. In this movie, she plays a mom of a teenager. Mm -hmm. I feel like they probably could have thrown a traveling pants joke in there. They were very... She she used the word sisterhood. (laughs) Did she? Mm -hmm. Oh, so they did. She used the word sisterhood. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to tell you another little trivia fact that is actually going to really upset you. Oh, no. Timothy Chalamet was supposed to have a oh I did see guest this. star oh you did I did okay yeah she was gonna have him have a cameo and unfortunately his schedule didn't work out I d- I'm did. so sorry I know I already knew that, and I was already I've already mourned that <laughs> you've so. already mourned that loss <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've already mourned that despite our grievances with Barbie mm-hmm. I think we both still enjoyed it I think yeah. we both still had a good time at the theater definitely and i'm still just in complete adoration of of greta and Mm -hmm. her work and i look forward to whatever she puts out in the future this is not something that i am like oh my god i'm turned off from greta forever sure no not at all yeah so you ready for some popcorn scores yeah let's do it what is your popcorn score first this is a medium popcorn for me okay yeah yeah and Margot Robbie is a large. I know you want to give Ryan Gosling a Ryan large. Ryan Gosling too. a large just because he's Ryan Gosling. Also, Ryan Gosling's abs deserve a Good large. Good Lord. How is he in his 40s? He doesn't look at all. Like, he Mm-mm. looks our age. It's yeah. insane. He's, yeah. Aging very well. Yep. I will also give this a medium. Okay. Um, I did not by any means hate it i enjoyed sure. my experience but i absolutely wish there were so many things that were different definitely Me and too. the potential is really frustrating like I it know, really had the potential to be like it had the bones with especially margot robbie's performance to become something that is almost like oscar worthy sure. although i'm disappointed in the direction that it went I still had a great time. Me too. And not only that, but I think I'm going to be adding Ken's song to my Spotify playlist. Yes. (laughs) Just Ken. What a bop.
Well, that wraps it up for us. I am sorry that we couldn't give a more positive review. However, if you are choosing to see Oppenheimer this weekend instead, mm-hmm. we will be dropping another episode next Friday yes. on Oppenheimer. We are going to be seeing it this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then there will be another episode for you guys to complete the Barbenheimer <laughs> experience. Back-to-back feature. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoy your weekend. It is it is going to be crazy at the theater. Get there early mm-hmm. if you want snacks because there's probably going to be a lot of lines a lot of pink buy your tickets early it's going to be a lot of sold out shows Mm -hmm. so enjoy the movies this weekend guys and we will see you next week thanks for joining us on the ride home